0: Dude. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Damn, dude.
1: What up, everybody? Welcome to the Damn Dude podcast. And that was a clip of the homegirl's new song, "Watch Out for That Man" by Crystal Lawton damn dude i just want to give some give a shout out to her because that song is ill and i've been slapping that over and over and over and i highly recommend everybody go uh download like go purchase the download because we got to support the homegirl and that shit goes hard (laughs) so what everybody hope you guys are having a beautiful day today and uh welcome to episode 42 this is the damn dude podcast damn dude Where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, damn, dude. Damn, dude. You know what I mean? Really, we're here to provide at least a good 40 minutes to an hour plus of a window to be able to view the world and life just a little bit differently.
0: Damn, dude. And
1: I feel like that's where the magic happens and that's where life takes place um, is because we are having conversations that paint pictures that give the chance to obtain and experience mental clarity. Damn, dude. So that's what the show is for. You know, it's for the purpose of giving us that opportunity to give us a break to be to go outside of ourselves and not have to, you know, kind of give us some tools and stories and, and things like that to be able to transform things within our own daily life. So, that's what the show is for. And like I said in the last episode, it took us about 40 episodes to figure that out. And that was cool because I first needed to find my own personal reason first before even starting which was to document for my family and like it really hit me like damn imagine if my great 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 grandparents documented life especially during a pandemic or a crisis and you know just whether that or not excuse me is um to really lay down history my own way the way I see and view it and the way that a lot of people in my community would agree that yeah, that's pretty much how it went down for the most part. And, you know, I think that's important. So, kind of funny, on a lighter note, this show is going to take a lighter turn. Like, we do kind of keep it on a on a more serious note. But at the same time, you already know, like, I take having fun very seriously. And if I'm serious, you know that there's going to be some fun included in it. Um, And at the same time, if there's fun, you know I'm going to be a little bit serious about it too. So, Where I was going with today's episode was something that's just so funny, and it's talked about amongst certain ethnic communities, but it's not like an out there joke that everybody even gets. Which is what? What do you guys think? I'm talking about ethnic remedies.
0: Damn, dude.
1: Okay, what do I see what do I even mean? Some of you, this isn't even funny because they're like, yeah, like, of course. What do you mean? Like <laughs> other of you guys are like, what do you mean? Like, what what, what does that include? And uh, if you have to ask, then you didn't grow up with it. Because if you grow up with ethnic remedies, you know that the number one cure to any getting sick or being sick or anything is number one drink water damn dude <laughs> you already know how many times have you had an asian a mexican at you know Hata- hispanic latino uh any you know whatever <laughs> you know indian especially indians you guys are on it too i'm half chinese so i grew up with you know with the chinese side of it and it's drink water You could be there like, oh, what are you sick? Go drink water. Go put on a jacket. And you already know that's the second one is go put on a jacket. (laughs) So drink water, put on a jacket or a sweater or grab a blanket, you know, depending on the context or where you're at, is the answer to prevent is that those are the preventative measures. Like if you want to not get sick, as long as you always drink water and have a sweater, then you're fucking good like you're just not gonna get sick <laughs> there's some sort of like ethnic immunity that happens when you have this combination of water and sweater or jacket that's just like fring like boom I got my armor on you can't fuck with me dude like the, <laughs> if you you know what I mean like, you know what I'm talking about if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm curious, is it like this around the world, too? Like, so the other part of it is, okay, so let's say you actually get sick. Boom. Oh, no, you actually got sick. You walked outside with wet hair and no sweater one time when it was 96 degrees out. And then you didn't drink water and you got sick because you, you didn't listen to grandma. So what happens when you get sick if uh, you're in an ethnic household? So as some of you might know or recall from the early episodes, I myself grew up in many different cultures and, and families. So I had, I'm half Chinese, half Norwegian. I grew up with my own culture and family. And then next, my biggest influence was uh, I grew up with a black family, and that was my second biggest influence. Then next would be uh, Mexican families and Filipino equally um, you know, growing up in those households, and when I say growing up, I don't mean just kind of being around here and there, I'm talking about, like, I was there, with, like, when chickens would jump the yard, and we shoot them, and we're butchering them, and fucking, you know, we're getting, everyone's in a line to get spankings, like, the whole thing, like, that's, uh, like, that type of shit, like, I wasn't allowed to leave my seat till I finished my fucking okra and ham, and you know what I'm saying, like, I was really fucking, like, doing the real shit, <laughs> yeah so that's why I even feel safe or comfortable to speak on this topic is because I really have been in all these houses and families and dinners and settings. And it's like, I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not by any means. I'm just saying I have some experience that's unique. And especially growing up in this town, Mecca town, Mira Mesa.
0: I know Mira Mesa.
1: We were so lucky to grow up with the amount of diversity that we have here. Holy
0: shit. Damn, dude.
1: The amount of diversity in Mira Mesa is insane. Absolutely insane. Like, all of the white dudes know Vietnamese bad words and Tagalog bad words and fucking... At least those two and some Spanish bad words because we're in Southern California. Um, And then every person of every other is knows all those bad words too. It's like we... Every person... Emiromesa nose fucking like don't mind like you know what I mean like our ah, contact, like bro like you know what I mean or fucking calling people oh fucking what like ah you, like uh <laughs> um what was I gonna say shit
0: uh
1: <laughs> Fuck it. you know like we just knew all the different phrases peg peck mabajo <laughs> You know what I'm saying, like bro? So, <laughs> yeah, and and so you know, so it's interesting too, right? So, it's really interesting in Mira Mesa and in a lot of Asian communities, people will say the n word not with er but with the a at the end, and it was like that growing up in our community too. A lot of people did, and the black people were never mad about it because it was, they called us that and we would call them that I used to say it. It's not something I'm proud of, but it was just something, it was just kind of the, a way that we lived back then. There was no, it didn't mean anything racial. Um, And I know that's really controversial now. And it's like, yeah. And I get there's energy behind words and this and that and all that. Yeah. Well, I'm on a different tip now, (laughs) Um, but it was legit. Like, out of love you know it was like yo like you know how to talk like we speak the same language type of shit and um i'm getting way off track here but you know what this shit this is what's real like this is so real um and it's funny because i felt myself being like oh this is really touchy maybe i should shy away from this but now let's just fucking jump deeper into that I, that was nowhere near in my notes but like for example dude like i remember i was a little kid and my best friend's grandpa is black and I remember he smoked a gang of cigarettes and in school they taught us and keep in mind in school it's all different races of people so it's like it was never weird for somebody to be different looking or different skin color or anything you know it was like everything was legit out of like kid curiosity I remember I was a little kid now full disclosure (laughs) I get this Could if you take this the wrong way yeah it sounds terrible but at the same time I was a little ass kid and I did not know. And I took what they told me in school and I said, one plus one is two. And I asked the fucking question that's very inappropriate. And I'll tell you what that is because I'm gonna keep it real. And (laughs) like I said, this had nothing to do with race whatsoever. It just was like, I was curious as a kid. I didn't know. So my friend's grandpa was black. He was one of the darkest dudes that I like. He was pretty dark. He was one of the darkest people I'd met at that point in my life. I was like six years old, five years old, maybe. And in school, they told us if you smoke a lot, then, you know, your lungs turn black and things turn black and stuff. And I was like, and I asked him, I was like, are you really? Are you like, I was like, are you like dark black because you smoke a lot of cigarettes? And he just started cracking up fucking. (laughs) Pops literally just rolled out of his chair, holding his gut, like, crying, laughing. And I, like, I didn't get it. And I am standing there, like... It wasn't until that memory hit me at one point out of nowhere when I was an adult. And I was like, holy fuck, I can't believe that happened. And I went I told my homie immediately, my... <laughs> I had my homie pop, like, bro, like, dude, I said this to your grandpa. Can you believe that? He's like, holy shit, you're right. Like, damn... And I was like, "Damn, that's pretty funny, actually." Like, it was so innocent, you know. Um, but he was just crying. I don't think he ever even answered me. He was just laughing, and you know? I was just like, "Okay, I think I get it." Like, huh, I guess not, you know. And, <laughs> um, no, it's just it's interesting because like I look at all these different things that different ethnic that different ethnicities do, and. Being half Chinese and half Norwegian, it automatically puts me in a really weird place. Because growing up in Mira Mesa... I know It's predominantly... Well, I should say it was, at least. And it might... I don't know about now. But before, it was predominantly Asian. Now, there's a lot of Indian people here. um, A lot of white people here, too. And it's just still very mixed, though, actually. I mean, ultimately, it's very mixed. But it certainly had its ratios before, you know? Um, So... I just remember like observing things differently because some things would be automatic to me just due to culture. And then other things would just absolutely be like, why are you doing that? And it was, it kind of made me an outcast to question certain things. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it kind of put me in a weird place because I would notice things. I would go to like white people's houses and you don't take your shoes off when you go in. And it's just kind of the general understanding that it's like, yeah, we're not going to spend any time on the floor. Like it's the floor is dirty. We don't fuck with, you know, it's like, cool. Everybody kind of understands that. And then in an Asian family, it's like, well, not necessarily that you're going to roll around on the floor, but they don't, they just don't want the floor dirty inside. <laughs> and it's like, all right, cool. Preferences are preferences. Nobody's really right or wrong. I get both sides, but I would ask questions about it when I was a kid, little things like that, you know, it's like, well, why did this, why that? i would also notice different things like why would why would they say hi and bye differently you know why would it occur differently um and then when it comes to like again kind of back to the remedies (laughs) this is a long like roundabout to get back to that which was put on a sweater drink water those two things so if you actually get sick Boom! What do we have next? If you're actually sick, let's say you went out without your, your water and your jacket and whatever. <laughs> seven Up, Vicks, and <laughs> so Seven Up and Vicks. I don't know why the fuck Seven Up is really not good for you. Like it's really or Sprite, whichever one. Seven Up is usually everybody thinks Seven Up's better than Sprite. I don't. That was an old school thing anyway. I don't know. I think because the company advertisements were cooler for seven up back in the day, especially when they had the little spot and it was all animated and all that shit. That was pretty cool. Um, and then the make seven up yours and all that. And then Sprite had Kobe Bryant, all that and Drake and this and that. But it was like more serious. So I don't know. <laughs> anyway, almost all the ethnic people are because I have Mexican and well, I don't have Mexican kids, but I mean, they're, my kids are half Mexican. So they get that part, right? you know, and then with me being half Chinese and Norwegian, they also get this influence and then just the natural influence of just living in America, you know, and then the way that different cultures adapt to America is trippy. But for some reason, seven up in VIX seems to be like the fucking magic cure for everything. And I do not understand why Like <laughs> the VIX. Okay, cool. It helps, but I mean, I don't really use it myself. Not ever since I've grown up. Um, and then, and see, then it breaks down to the next categories, which go into, you got tussin, you got pho, you got chicken soup, you got joke. That's what changed people. It's like rice porridge. Um, You know, if you're Filipino, you got sinigang. Like, you got fucking, yeah, you know, there's all sorts of shit. So, it's funny because it's like we, it's all kind of the same stuff we're like okay eat soup drink like bubbly stuff and then get something that'll help you breathe <laughs> and, and it's funny because in my house it was always a oh yeah yeah okay because it's weird because I'm growing up in a half household so it's like in a, you know you know it's just life's just different for me so our cure was always a combination of gargle hot salt water I, that's pretty asian my dad was always all about that one <laughs> and then uh what's the other it was always that oh and then my dad was all about the vix for a while i remember when i was a kid and uh and like wrapping your neck in a towel or sweater like i don't know why that was always wrap your neck <laughs> like okay i remember he's driving me crazy because like i don't like stuff touching the front of my throat or my neck so like it just i don't know it always bothered me but um yeah those are the things and on the other hand it was like uh it would be like we'll just go outside like sweat it out you know like that was kind of like the whiter approach it was like yeah hey, just go sweat it out and, it was, and you know i realized that they're all kind of the right answer it just depends on where you're at in it because at a certain point for me if I feel that I'm starting to get sick like the type of sick where it's like I actually all right fuck I commit to it being sick I know I'm gonna have to take some days out I there's those times where I can it's like a couple days before when I feel it's starting to happen I'll just go surfing and keep flushing my face out with ocean water salt water and it just and then I fucking feel good sometimes not sometimes oftentimes I'm able to actually like flush my face and my system enough to not actually have to go and commit to that sickness that was coming on. So there's sometimes I could do that. Um, and then I got a question. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like what the hell and how, and where did it come from and why does every ethnic grandparent have the herb plant for the the tea plant the herb plant that just is in a fucking tub and it's just on the side of the house or in the backyard and it's just oh that's grandma's tea plant like what <laughs> if it, okay suppose if you have diarrhea is the number one thing it, it soothes your stomach it's that if you have a cough if you get a cold if what basically you can get have your fucking arm cut off and they're gonna make you that damn tea off the thing with the little leaves (laughs) and i always forget what it's called because every every ethnicity has a different name for it so i don't even know what it it's called or like i don't know but all the grandparents are like yeah 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 like (laughs) this is the shit like oh, okay, cool, you know, try it out, (laughs) it's funny, because it's, it's like, it doesn't taste the best, but it's not, like, terrible either, you know, it's just some, like, I don't know, herbal type of tea tasting thing, (laughs) um, yeah, it's so interesting, because, like, whoops, sorry, computers, um, yeah, just growing up being half, I would notice such weird things, like, how do I even, I'm trying to, like, think how to describe this without even being, like, where it, like, makes sense, you know, and I'm not being a, I'm not, like, coming off, like, an asshole or something, (laughs) and it's funny because it's, like, people don't guess or assume or think that i'm half chinese and so when i speak on behalf of asian stuff i realize i have to like stop and kind of remind people because like yo yeah i don't look it but i really am this and so i would notice these little little things so a bigger one to start is this old school and asian thing but did you guys as grandparents do this where you put water bottle like gallon water bottle gallon bottles of water in your yard and it's supposedly to scare the cats away to not poop or shit to not shit or piss in your yard i don't know if it works or not i just remember when I was a kid I came to I went to my grandparents' house and then some kids were outside and they were smashing my grandpa's like plastic water bottles his gallon bottles all over the place and they were throwing them and my uncles came out and they are like, hey, we gonna beat your ass blah 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 and it was like this whole thing and then uh I don't I don't remember exactly why it was I was just cracking up but I was like huh and I noticed only Asian people did that like did you guys do that? was that only Asian people um. Did anybody else who's not Asian do that? Like, let us know if you in the in the Apple Podcast comments section leave a five stars review first, obviously. And then write down yes, we had the water bottles, no we didn't, and leave what culture or ethnicity you were because it's kind of funny, it's kind of interesting. Um, but those damn water bottles, dude, I'd always it made the yard so ugly, you know. It's just like, dude. I don't think you need that. Like, <laughs> was that an old school thing? Like, I I just remember older Asian people being all about it. And they said because the light goes in the water and it makes them scared and <laughs> causes a reflection. I don't, <laughs> something like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I don't even know. It's pretty funny, though. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back here damn dude was good everybody welcome bike and uh again this is episode 42 appreciate you guys tuning in man i realize i've been working my ass off and i've actually been loving it um it's really interesting that when you find something how do i want to say this because i don't want to i want to say this the right way um, when you're able to love what you do, it truly makes life like cool. And I I realize I'm only not good when I'm not doing what I love to do. And during the summertime, I'm sorry. During the winter time, often in the past, I wouldn't have any damn money, and I wouldn't be working and i would think it would be because of the mo- because i'm not making money that i'm feeling down but it's actually because i'm not doing what i love that has me down and what i love to do happens to make me money um so it's kind of interesting and i'm like oh fuck and I'm not really sure why that just hit me I think because right now it's like I'm not really getting paid for this podcast I've made five bucks off this podcast so far and um uh, I appreciate that because that was really really actually inspiring and um you know anybody's free to make a donation go down to the bottom of the link on the show notes and you can click there and and donate if to the show if you like but um point being is I'm in the middle, I'm, this is my lunch break, and I take this opportunity to to record this show and put these episodes out, even though nobody's paying me, or doing anything, you know what I mean, like, like I'm just doing it, because I'm just doing it, I'm 42 episodes deep into this, which is crazy, because that means there's well over, that's actually, there's, I've recorded now, some of those interviews for a couple hours, so it's like, three four four there's at least like 44 45 i would say at least a good 45 hours of content recorded that i've done with pieces of one hour out of a out of each day or not each day but like out of day out of certain day out of two days a week at least um and it's pretty crazy it's like what the right reason why to do something like for the fact that I'm not getting paid for this I'm working my ass off teaching 20 something kids at the moment I'm in the sun and water 24 7 like literally from morning to night time and I'm matching different kids energies all day and this is the thing is teaching kids and showing them life-saving skills and providing parents with peace of mind is like so badass for me because, and I I really realize that because I'm like now I can actually I still have the freedom and power to record all of this, even though I'm working that much, like I am working a lot. Most people who've ever tried to come with me on a day or train with me, like they just they can't hang. They're so beat and they need to rest or a nap or to take a break on the last half of the day or you know like oh okay well i'll come to the second half with you tomorrow it's like it's a lot dude it's a lot a lot a lot a lot um like if you come through with me on my day it's it's a lot um and it's a lot of fun too it's just it's a lot (laughs) um yeah so i don't know just kind of side note i think i just i smoked a bowl and kind of just went off on that tangent and kind of just came to my mind and i was like huh just strayed from the show that's one thing i don't mind straying from the show notes and my idea and whatever in the first place because if you're watching well when you get to watch this video you'll see i'm fucking going full on like 2002 nelly in a music video with a jacket and no shirt underneath (laughs) because uh i've been in the water all day i was driving around with no shirt on and i'm uh i just, i was like a little bit cold even though it's hot as shit You can see like the natural light coming you can see the natural light coming in from the window look at that that's a big difference on the video um so <laughs> yeah i'm on a funny one today um so like i said being half chinese and half norwegian puts me in a very interesting perspective um and then growing up in a community with different ethnicities, too, it was very interesting. And all my best friends, like, literally our friend circle was, was a trip. Like, our main friend circle. Now, this branch is out pretty big, and I can list, you know, probably several hundred people, if not thousand. But our, like, main tight circle, it was, like, half Chinese, half Vietnamese, half black, half Mexican. And then we had Mexican, white, full Asian, Filipino, full Vietnamese, um, you know, and and that was like, our core circle had, and there was like multiples of, you know, some of those, but it, we were at least of those. And our group would just clown on each other as a way to learn more about each other. And, you know, like ethnic wise. And it was crazy to see how much of a different time we're in because I feel like because so many people think like how the Internet provides information, it lacks context. And when things like lack, lack context, you can't make certain jokes. Um. So. You know what I'm saying? It's like if that's what's interesting it's like if you if like let's say you're a black guy and you're making black, jo- black jokes but you sound like a white guy and people don't know you're black they're offended if you're making black jokes until you tell them or until they find out that you are black or same thing if you if you're Asian and you're or let's say you're white and you sound Asian but you you know what I'm saying like that's just how you grew up talking or something like it's trippy because we get Different judgments based on those things. And I don't know. It's weird because I find myself in a place where I've been judged as so many different things. I've received racism as, and I think I've said this before, I've received racism as a white guy. I've received racism as an Asian person. I've received racism as a, as a mexican person i have received racism as a filipino person i have received racism as a half person i've received racism as a half black person before somehow i'm like oh, i'll take it as a compliment like thanks you know like what the fuck okay um i've been judged as a lot of different things and i kind of just crack up at the end of the day because i'm like damn like I, I mean ultimately i feel like man i wish you could just spend a day in my sh- even my shoes are in my brain and like just see or it's like i wish we could just go through and hang out with like a fraction of the people in my phone list and you can meet and see how dope people of all different colors and races and ethnicities and backgrounds really are um Like, to actually be racist is so insane to me. I'm all for, like, racial jokes and stuff like that. But within context, there's a certain... There's only... I don't even know how to explain it. There's just a certain, like, so far you're allowed to go with it before it's hurtful and mean and ignorant versus being informed and kind of cracking on what's obvious because you're in the circle you know what i'm saying damn dude um and there's a big difference but it's definitely a very fine line um you know it's like you get like outraged white people who start going off with like these mother and you people and it's like bro like nah like that's not how you do it you know what i'm saying like that's uh uh-uh you just gotta slow down. You know what I mean? Like, slow the fuck down, and pick some different words, bro. Like, that's how you get yourself beat up. And it's, I struggle sometimes remembering that that's not normal common sense to everybody. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, how, and I guess that's just a major benefit of growing up in Mira Mesa is and Southern California in general, but most specifically Mira Mesa. um, I know Mira Mesa. Good old Mecca town is that diversity was, is so naturally built into our way of life um, that it's just another level. And if you're from Mira Mesa and you got to grow up here, like you were blessed. You were so fucking blessed because automatically, that gives you 90%, like, better, like, maybe not 90%, but it gives you a way bigger percent of understanding different cultures and people and giving you freedom to go places and make more friends and be safe wherever you travel because you came from Mira Mesa, because you come from the land where the people are so fucking different you know what I'm saying we're all so different and it's interesting because we all have it, you, when you meet somebody from Mira Mesa you know they're from Mira Mesa when they're like really really from Mira Mesa like there's definitely a vibe and I can sniff it out a mile away and it, you know if you're from here you know what I'm talking about and there's a certain vibe dude and there's an understanding of like Yo, man, like, we're all here to bring what we have forward. You know what I'm saying? I love tasting fucking all the different flavors of the food and from all the different cultures. Like, do you know how fucking blessed I feel to be able to get fucking Indian food? I can get some whatever I want. Like, we got all sorts of bomb Indian food. I can get Filipino food. I could get fucking Mexican food. I can get Vietnamese food. I can get Chinese food. I can get American food, I can get Korean food, I can get different types of Korean food, I can get different types of Asian desserts, American desserts, all the different types of Asian desserts, you know what I'm saying? Korean, uh, Japanese, Chinese, Filipino, Laotian, you know, Laos, um fucking Hmong Cambodia you know what I mean like dude we're so lucky to have these grocery stores around us like hell of us take them for granted dude like to be able to get fruits to some of the fruits that we have access to just out of these grocery stores is crazy um like we're so lucky dude to be able to find some of the fish like I don't really fuck with fish that tough like not crazy shit but like I mean, I, I do when I go to the jungle, but, like, when I'm at home, nah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You know? Um, but being from here is a blessing, dude. And I always say, like, if you want to start to learn more about a different culture or ethnicity, start with food, dude. Um, That's a you can't go wrong, like, think about this, like, what fucking typical American man doesn't love talking about grilling fucking steak, you know what I mean, like, that's so stupid, but at the same time, people, like, oh, yep, it's, like, such a fucking high honor, and such a, like, oh, this is the king of the grill, and it's, like, homie like everybody's the king of the grill just that just means you're cooking and we do this to let dad feel special because oh you're the king you know like oh yeah look at that char oh man look how pink that is on the inside like damn you are a genius how did you know to cook steak shorter rather than longer like oh my god (laughs) But it's so funny because it's such a high honor to be on the grill. Now, yo, being on the grill in different cultures and ethnicities. Holy shit. That is damn dude. Something else. So being a white, if you're white. Okay. Let's boil. I never really thought about this like this. So. I'm thinking of all the different people who grill. So when you're Asian, you don't brag about it. You're very like, you act like you didn't know how you did it. And you're very like, like, nah, like, oh, what do you mean? Like, oh, you you really, you really think it's good. And meanwhile, in the back of your head, you're just like, nah, this is the shit. Like I fucking studied. I ate 376 fucking restaurants just to get this specific flavor I wanted. You know, like I ate my favorite place at a restaurant for two years straight just so I can get down the flavor and the texture and I wouldn't I practice every day for three years to get to be able to make this and I'm just gonna act like oh what oh really you like it and it's like no I you practice it like auntie grandma whoever you practice that shit forever <laughs> like yeah. be proud of it talk your shit man like talk your shit <laughs> but yeah so Asians on the grill Ah, you do get in Phil the Filipinos, you get the you'll get the uncle or the cousin who will talk their shit. And but their shit talking's different. Theirs is like, I hold the secret to this shit. Nobody can do it better than fucking Uncle John. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Tito Boy. Like nobody can do it better. Um so. You know what I'm saying like nobody can do it better than Tito Boy or Uncle Larry or you know Tito Kuya Larry or <laughs> um he always got the secret recipe uh, the secret recipe Oh, yeah. Like, well, oh, this one's the secret. I put the Dr. Pepper in a little bit and a little bit of Sprite. Oh, that kind of got a Mexican accent on it, but you know what I'm saying? They, oh, yeah, you always go oh, a
0: little bit of Dr. Pepper, a little bit of
1: Sprite. <laughs> like, hell yeah, those skewers are fire. Like, fuck you yeah, give me, Uncle. Like, let me get like 14 of those, please.
0: <laughs> Damn, dude.
1: <laughs> okay, so then there's that. But you don't don't ever really know. He's always got like 40 more steps behind it. It's really not just the Dr. Pepper or the fucking... Sometimes, oh, it's the orange peel. (laughs) Or it's the the lemon zest. (laughs) Put a little little bit of black pepper. (laughs) Why why can't I not do Filipino accent right now? It's terrible. I'm sorry, guys. Um, But you get the joke. The joke is funny. (laughs) Um, So... You know, they say, oh, a little bit of ginger. <laughs> okay, back on track here. So, yeah, so generally, though, the Asians keep it low key with the girls. Kind of, Oh, yeah, this shit's fire. See, but then if you're more gangster, too, it's like, oh, hey, cut, know how to do it. And it's like, oh, yeah, damn, this shit cracking, cut. And everybody's going, Hell yeah, oh, no. He got out the pen. he been practicing on them shits for like, you know, the last 17 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, um, and then, the white guys—they are all about talking about the technique out loud, and it's a tie between who's prouder between black dudes and white dudes about <laughs> over their grilling. Like it's 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 a tie over who's more proud. Um, but I'll tell you, nobody grills like fucking uncle with the leather sandals and the crusty heels
0: Woo!
1: damn dude for real um for real <laughs> yeah. and uh but white guys on the grill are the funniest dude because a lot of times they'll talk a bunch of shit and it's actually wrong <laughs> okay and not okay in a couple in a in a good amount of my experiences that I've lived through. <laughs> yeah. Now, at the same time, some of the white dudes have best cooked the best fucking chicken or steaks that I've more specifically steak that I've ever had. Um Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. It's just so funny, but grilling it's such an honor. Um that you know it's so funny. It's so trippy. Um and then I think too, it's kind of weird is like next lead that leads into like if you have a vegan in your family and you're ethnic, like that's tough, man. Like good luck and props to you if you can be vegan or vegetarian in a super ethnic family and family parties and shit like that. Um I had a homie uh yeah, I got a homie who he freaking went hardcore vegan and you know in a hella mexican household and he got his shit tough you know but he still he stood his ground you know like ended up getting like vegan tamales and shit like during christmas and stuff it was pretty cool um so yeah more power to you if that's you know if that's your path and that's what you're on to um i do believe in the power of plants at the same time i do see how meat is is a good thing to a certain extent the right ah the right kind of meat there you go um if you're eating bullshit meat stuff that's not grass-fed organic whatever then yeah don't eat that stuff that's terrible um or if it's not kosher anything like that um yeah do your best not to fuck with that you know that's tough um so something that's funny another difference another thing i noticed that's really subtle very very subtle and it's funny because it's not funny if this is just how your life has been. But <laughs> it's funny now if somebody calls it out you're like, oh shit. So, white people, in the blue cookie tin, the Royal Dansk, I don't even have, I always call it the Royal, people call it the Royal Dank, um, but the Royal Dansk, I can't even say it, Dansk, Royal Dansk, D-A-N-S-K, you know what I'm talking about, the blue cookie tin with the sewing needles in it. Um, white people got that <laughs> Asian people got the old school Skyflake container the the uh the tin one I saw now that had some bullshit like cardboard and plastic I was like what the fuck is this but if you're really Asian you got the the Skyflake container that was the one that I don't know dude you could float a baby down a river in that thing <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why it just seemed you know if it got out of whack it was kind of wacky the lid didn't fit right but it for the most part that thing was pretty damn solid I remember I was taking a spill off the fridge a couple of times when we had one and uh surviving pretty well actually um but yeah it's like I I always noticed that I was like this is funny um so like one last thing that I noticed with being half Asian and half I guess you can call it white because, you know, Norwegian. Um, but I feel like people say white when they don't know or identify with the culture of their ethnicity. Damn, dude. Um, Like, you know, it's interesting, like, being black or white. Like, I'm not really a fan of either of those words in particular because it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, like, unless you don't know where you your ancestry comes from your lineage, your lineage comes from, um, but I mean, like, I think it's kind of cool if somebody says, oh, like, I'm, you know, like, my family's British, and it's like, oh, cool, you know, it's cool, and be like, I'm white, um, or people like, oh, I'm French, (laughs) you know, I'm from Italy, I'm from, because being white can, you you could be anything, like, I'm half Chinese, and I'm white, like, that's, you know, it's so weird, so it's like, not like, what do you actually, you know, it's like, shit, if you're black, like, are you Native American? Are you from, like, you know, are you Kenyan? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, what are you? Um, I don't know. It's just kind of more exciting and it's more personal. I think it's kind of tight. And, you know, definitely be thankful if you know. If you don't know, it's all good. And it's like, fuck it, just roll with what you're comfortable with ultimately. um, But I, I do like that, you know, when people, I don't know, it's kind of cool. It just helps. I don't know, it kind of just brings a little more understanding a little quicker, I guess. Um, I feel like, and it's just interesting. I, yeah, above anything, else, just interesting. <laughs> it's always cool. It's like, damn, what's life like back where your family comes from? You know, like, what's it like in your house? What's this like? What's that like? Um, wow, my homie just hit me with the... Uh, I got a couple messages. Somebody at my home is, I used to rent out bounce houses back in the day. And that was maybe like six, seven years ago, eight years ago now, maybe six, seven. Yeah. Maybe eight years ago now. Maybe not that long. Six, seven years ago. Yeah. I used to rent, Damn, that's crazy. Um, yeah. You never know how like far word of mouth travels and carries and all. That's kind of interesting. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, so the last thing that I noticed being half Asian and half white is when we would say bye to each other. Like my white grandparents, I mean, my grandma peace, she wasn't alive for very long when, you know, growing up, up until I was six anyway. But my grandpa and in other white families, I would notice saying bye wasn't like a big deal. It's like, all right, see ya. And there wouldn't be like a hug or like, I love you or and all this different stuff, you know? It was just, like, a quick, like, all right, like, see you when you get back. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. And then when in the Asian families, it was, like, all right, we're gonna... It was, like, they say bye to you in the kitchen. They say bye to you at the hallway. They say bye to you at the doorstep. Then they walk you outside to your car. Then they say bye to you at your car. And then you drive down the street. And then they say bye to you at the end of the street. And it's, like, damn. And then they're waving until you you're, like, fully around the corner. And... <laughs> i would always just be like why is it like that i asked my parents like you know like they didn't really know was like i don't know that's just how your grandparents (laughs) your grandpa says bye your grandma and your uncles and and then on the other side i was like oh that's just how they say bye i'm like oh okay interesting (laughs) and then growing up we would even notice like our asian friends would always be saying bye a bunch of times and then our white friends would just be like wait not always but more prone to just be like all right later and then just turn around and disappear and just like, Where did you know? There. And it's funny because my friend Hoochie just hit me up about the bounce houses. He was the one who's always just bouncing out, and we're like, Where did he go? <laughs> like, we'd always be like, bro, you're like 007. Because we'd be on the phone, be like, Yeah, yeah, all right, see you there. All right. And he hangs up. And we'd be like, Uh, bye. Bye's like, bro, like, we already know that that's what we're doing. We're about, I'm about to see you outside in a minute. Like, we, we didn't need to. We're like, But why? And then he'd be like, Yeah, but why? We <laughs> would just kind of be like, you know, I guess neither of us are right or wrong. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh shit. That's funny. Um, oh man. So on that note, we're going to wrap up episode 41, 42. I appreciate you guys. And thank you guys for all the love and support and keeping us in a top 10% podcast in the world and helping us reach over 1500 downloads. You guys are much loved and appreciated. Um. And pretty soon I'm going to go and swoop up some more interviews here because I got a long list of people, really dope, really dope, powerful, influential people, people who've been through some shit and really shouldn't even still be here and are still here. Um, I'm going to see if I can get some crazy gangbang stories from, from a certain people or two. Um yeah, a few other things, I got this, yeah, we got some crazy shit going on, so, on that note, hope you guys have a beautiful day, much love, remember to say three things you're grateful for every morning and every night, for the rest of your life, really, um, it'll just make your life better, I promise you, on that note, Rooster Tail, take us out, that's at Rooster, T-A-L-E, official, on Instagram and wherever music can be found, much love, have a beautiful day, peace! 90 miles push away And I want to be here for days And we'll serve my 38 Now the soldier will touch the face Not to be each, not to you, And the last one to be us too And it's gonna